0: Ba-da-da-da. Ba-da-da-da. That's the intro music? I'm trying to think, figure it out if I want it. It sounds like an intro to like one of those movies where they're like, about to go do something epic. <laughs> oh, it kind of sh- does. And then they show up in Vegas and they're like, we're here! Oh, look at that! Look at that! Oh no, there's a stripper! Oh no!
1: Well, I think I think the thing is that uh, this is the music that's showing us going through this epic journey of being on a show called That Might Be Cool. Welcome back to TNBC. That was the Mystery Skulls with their song Ghost from the album Forever. How's it going, Chase? Mystery Skulls. Oh, yeah. I've
0: never heard of them.
1: You haven't heard of them? I don't know. It's kind of a cool name. Here's a fun fact. Uh, Mystery Skulls is actually the only band that we have music licensed from. Really? This goes back to our, I think, like sixth or seventh episode we used a song from the mystery skulls that we used like quite a few times we i always put it in in post though so we never had it live um but yeah it's the only it's the only band that we actually have licensed music from
0: (laughs) (laughs) very cool
1: yeah so the rest of them are unlicensed which means we can never make any money off the episodes that we recorded
0: with unlicensed music but make money off this episode we can make some money off of this actually if you guys want to give us money we can make it (laughs) legally That'd be a great way to uh, you know for our fiftieth episode, right? So there we go perfect let's just let's let's
1: raise all the money, chase. Let's expand our listener base by fifty times and maybe we'll make something.
0: Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll make some money and then we'll. I'm gonna do some upgrades to the watchtower.
1: Oh yeah, dude, it's uh, it's definitely needing some upgrades. It's starting to float down into the stratosphere. I don't know why. It's just it's not staying. It's not keeping its orbit as well anymore. So we got to buy some new uh, engines, some new rocket I, boosters. Well, I just
0: wanted a new paint job. <laughs> Put some flames on the outside. Yeah, I mean, I mean the pink and flowers and that's it's cute, I guess. But it's friendly. That's that's what, it's I'm, inviting, that's what I've been going for. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, people.
1: Twelve-year-old girl. People look at it and they go, "You know what? Those guys probably don't present a threat."
0: I would go (laughs) in there, Uh, and then they go in and they're like, "I made a mistake." Yeah, I gotta go. Chase, it's our fiftieth episode today. That's cool. I like it. Like
1: we, I mean, now you might be saying as a listener, fifty episodes. That means you're you're two weeks away from a year if uh, if you're recording a weekly podcast. Well, you might be wrong, because uh, we've been doing this for over a year and a half now. We just missed a lot of
0: episodes. Well, it's been weekly for the last how long?
1: It's been weekly for a while now. I'll
0: give you that. We've, we've been on track. Yeah. Try, trying. We've been more on me, track. Me. It's more me than you, <laughs> but... Um.
1: It's all right. We've, we've been doing a pretty... We've been, we've been doing a good job lately, Chase. We,
0: we're, we're, we're pretty on it. <laughs> yeah. How you been, man? High five to me for showing up. <laughs> and then you do freaking everything else. So It's all right, man. That, you know, that, that, uh, you know whatever. It's, it's whatever, you know. I mean, pretty much equal parts. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're producing and well, doing I the website. Oh, that doohickey on the table there.
1: By the way, uh, officially launched, finally, as you're listening to this, is our brand new and improved ThatMightBeCool.com. Uh, a lot more simplified, a lot less cluttered. Um, basically it's just got links to our podcast Savage Land Podcast and our YouTube channel um, eventually I might expand it but it's uh it's a lot better than it used to be so awesome check it out Um You're supposed to put those in the end of the episode I guess we are but I mean you know there's it's, it's never too early to, to plug your stuff I was just really happy because I spent a lot of time getting all like the whole library imported to the new episode and oh you just couldn't wait
0: what was that you just couldn't wait to tell everybody
1: I could, yeah, because I spent like two days getting everything imported. And for our last podcast, I, was, I still have like three or four episodes that for some reason didn't import. So I'm like trying to get everything from our last hosting service onto the new one.
0: Um, oh, nice. But Sounds uh, a lot more productive than what I spent the last two days doing. <laughs> what did you do the last two days? Um, so I'm still playing Fallout 4. Okay. And I found uh, a different feature where you can build your settlements into... Larger settlements. So I found some YouTube videos of people building, like, monstrosities of these epic, you know, bases and stuff. So Uh um, in the base, uh, my first base, is the one you go to is called Sanctuary. Uh It's uh, the main, the first place you go. I built the biggest freaking (laughs) treehouse. You built a treehouse? It's a treehouse, yeah. It's all above ground. Okay. So it's a floating... It's, like, kind of based off, like, a a cruise ship. cruise ship? Like yeah. a Tom Cruise ship? No, just, like, a cruise ship. Okay, so it doesn't jump off buildings. You can jump off a building. Okay. That was a feature I almost had. Okay. Um, but, yeah, dude, I don't know. I want to show you because it's so sick. And I've spent all this time, and I show, like, my brother, and he's like, yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, but, yeah, no, dude, it's super, we should, super geeky. We should do, like, a quick treehouse tour uh, for a Game On video. I was thinking the same thing, yeah, dude. If that, I don't know if that'd be cool. I mean, I, I watched the other ones, but that has like ten of them. Let's
1: do. I don't care. Let's let's just do it, man. It's I, like we're already talking about it on the podcast. So now now the the listeners are gonna be clamoring. They're gonna be they're gonna be uh, breaking down the levees to try and get a peek of that treehouse.
0: Yeah, So you almost have to. Now. It's sick. I got secret bases. I got a floating bar, a floating bar. I've got um, pool table. Wow, room party room. That sounds pretty sweet. What else
1: do I have? That, sound, that sounds like what the Watchtower should be. That sounds like what we should have for every time we podcast like a, and make like, videos.
0: What is it? Um, I don't know. It's more square, but have you seen Codename Kids Next Door? Did you ever watch that? Oh,
1: show? yeah, dude. I loved that show. It's,
0: it's kind of like that, like really messy.
1: Dude, that was a good show. I There's a lot of shows like that that like, we grew up on that don't get talked about a lot because everyone talks about the shows that like we were sort of on the tail end of. As, like, millennials, you know what I mean? Like, people that were, like, five years older than us were watching somewhat different shows. And so whenever you hear shows that are, like, talked about by people, like cartoons and stuff, it's, like, the slightly older shows than the ones we watched. What? Like, I'm I'm basically saying, like, Codename Kids Next Door, that's a show you never hear
0: mentioned. It gets forgotten. Yeah. It's, like, one of those um, right before Cartoon Network went to crap shows. Yeah, it's, like, right on the tail end. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It was there. It kind of got forgot about.
1: It did. But, well, and a lot of those shows got for, forgotten about, like, around that same like time. What? Like Fairly Odd Parents, for instance. It's a great show, and it gets referenced some, like, more than others.
0: That's but, a Nickelodeon show.
1: Yeah, it's a Nickelodeon show. But I like, watched
0: the crap out of that show, too. It was a great show.
1: Um, yeah. And then, like, I don't know, like, uh, even, like, Jimmy Neutron was a pretty good show. Um, there but, were a lot of those Nick animation shows. that
0: yeah, Nickelodeon had some good shows. Yeah. My favorite is still SpongeBob. What was on? What was on Cartoon I Network? I it at time. work every. Well, SpongeBob day. every day. <laughs> I'm not even joking. SpongeBob's the best. There's three of us that love it, and one of us that hates it. Really? And we see so your office we, environment's pretty we, weird. We make him hate it because <laughs> we'll be like Squidward, Squidward, <laughs> and then <laughs> who do you think you are? <laughs> I'm Squidward. I'm Squidward. I'm Squidward. 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 It's a lot of Squidward jokes. Sounds and like it. He, yeah, we're like, dude, you got to watch it. It's the best show ever. And he's like, it sounds ridiculous. I'm like, it is. It's awesome. Watch it. <laughs> Wait, so he just never watched SpongeBob ever? Yeah, he's like, he, he's like two years older than me, so he's like 26. Who cares, dude? My, bro- but I, I know. I was like, dude, it came out in like 99. Yeah, my brother's nine years older than me, and he watched SpongeBob. I know. I I, I still watch SpongeBob. <laughs> I tell him that, and he's like, "You guys are lame. <laughs> like, just like, just like, what a dick. Pre 2006. Yeah, but that's, that's the same guy I was telling you about. So, um, it sounds like your workplace is pretty weird. Yeah. No, we just got a new building and uh it was epic though because um the one guy, he's worked there 2 weeks later after me. Uh-huh. So, you know, I'm like that the you know how the twins on uh what like Age of Ultron do it too or they're like, "You know I'm 12 minutes older." Than you. Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh oh, Brandon just peeked his head in. What's up, Brandon? Okay, I'll, I'll, up, I'll
0: talk to you later. He's whispering. Yeah, okay. He's okay. <laughs>
1: So, so you're you're in your new office building.
0: Yeah, and we're right next to the window on the third floor in the corner. So mm-hmm. it's like a corner office, dude. But we were all about this, the, the corner desk. The corner desk. Like, I was like, yeah, I kind of want that seat, but I guess I'm going to have to get there first. Mm-hmm. But he kind of like t- told everybody before we left. He's like, yeah, I want the I want the corner seat. <laughs> and I was like, uh, you're going to have to, you know, get there first. But I didn't want to tell him that because I do not want him to really show up early. Yeah. Anyway, we show up at the same time, Mm -hmm. about 10 minutes early. So it's 5.20 in the morning, and uh, he's trying to act casual but walk in front of me so he can get the front seat. (laughs) So the whole way up, we're, like, trying to find the door. We don't know where the door is. We're going up there, and I'm, like, I get in front of him just to kind of see what he'll do. Uh Get to the elevator. He goes in front of me, and then we get up to the third floor. We're walking down the hallway, and we're, like, which corner is it? Find out which corner it is, and he's, like, trying to stay in front of me but not (laughs) seem like he's trying to stay in front of me. Dude, it was hilarious. He gets there and his name is on it on the corner desk. My boss had been like, Oh, you've been talking about you wanted this seat, and I was like, Well, F. Oh man, anyway, he gets a seat. I don't care. I sat next to him, but we're the window, right? Okay, so the sun rises and shines straight into our office. But guess what? It doesn't hit you. There's this beautiful pillar that blocks me all freaking day long. <laughs> he's sitting there with his hood on, dude. Like, he's like, Oh man, I can't stand this. He's like closing the blinds. Everybody's like, don't close the blinds. We got this amazing view. And he's like, it's hit me in the eyes. And when it's not hit me in the eyes, it's shooting down on the floor and reflecting off. And I was like, that is the greatest thing I've ever done. <laughs> that sounds it's amazing. Fantastic. It's amazing.
1: It's it's just, a it's one of those just sweet little revenge moments.
0: Yeah. But it's like, it wasn't me. It was just like, Oh, that's so perfect.
1: Yeah. It's, those are great. I I love I love little things like that.
0: But he's a he's a funny guy. He's the one that hates SpongeBob, and I don't know. He's <laughs> he's, he's a little different, but he's hilarious. I like him. That's cool. I uh,
1: but I mean, like I like having little vengeful moments on people. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like you know it's never something like oh man I just want to like pound that guy's face into the ground. But it's like you know I uh, oh
0: I have that. <laughs> we play smash I the only the only the only time I've ever wanted to punch him in the face uh-huh and is we play super smash okay and he picks the the characters and he does the I don't know he's pretty good but he does the like what I would call the douchiest moves he can possibly do uh-huh which is annoying he'll stand on the edge and every time I go flying off he'll just wait for me and then hit, you know spike me off the edge and I was like that wasn't even your kill you just wait there I'm like it's like the guy who you know, camps at the respawn spot with a bazooka yeah. and just blows them up as people respawn. I'm I like, that's that. not good. Yeah. I'm like, I got to beat you one-on-one every time. But yeah, he'll do that to me over and over again. And then after our break, I'll be looking at him and I'm just like, I really just want to stand up and deck him. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder what would happen if I just if went just punched him. and I grabbed his face and I smashed it into the keyboard and then just beat him and threw him into the next Freaking cubicle over and then just walked out. I'm like, I'd always obviously have to quit. Like I thought. Yeah, you do like I'd, like an office. This goes through thing. my head for about five minutes and then I calm down. I'm like, ah, it's just
1: it's just a game. It's like what's that? Oh, in uh, Wanted, when uh, yeah, when no. the dude
0: just goes berserk, smashes Chris Chris Pratt's face with a keyboard. I didn't know that was Chris Pratt, but yeah, yeah. that's and then it, the you know the keyboard says F you <laughs> yes. it spells it out flat. I thought that was hilarious. Cheesiest but greatest thing ever. Yeah, that's the only good part about that movie. The rest of it yeah the well the was, weird
1: the weird thing is it's super different from the comic that it was adapted from like it's almost not even the same story
0: oh no it's weird I, I read the first issue it's freaking m and m
1: yeah like yeah, it's legitimately m m in there villains and
0: weird looking yeah it's like a aliens. society
1: of villains and and there's like oh shoot, I can't remember anymore like
0: yeah I thought the with the you know the magic thread that tells people tells you who to kill yeah yeah, but it turns out to be fake. Mm-hmm. L- like, why wouldn't who do, who believes that they're like yeah man, this magic thread tells you who to kill. And Duh, and act, actually it is true, but it says everybody's names. So it's there, remember? And then she shoots everybody and kills herself. Yeah, yeah. So dumb. So it was. That's ridiculous.
1: It's 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 a weird. It's a really
0: weird concept.
1: Well, oh man.
0: Well, that's that's everything I wanted to talk about. We get yeah. that out of the way. <laughs>
1: I've been, uh, I've been finally getting a bit caught up on uh, Breaking Bad.
0: You haven't finished Breaking Bad? No, I'm on season two. You're finally getting caught up? What does that mean? It's been like a couple of years since that's gone off air, and you're on season two? <laughs> yeah. That is not caught up. That <laughs> is like, I'm just starting to get into Breaking Bad. No, I'm just well, starting no, I, to get caught up. So I,
1: wa- I watched up to like the third episode in season two, uh, like a couple of years ago, and then just like kind of dropped off. Um, so Mm -hmm. I, I decided to, to start watching it again. Um, I just barely got to the episode where Saul is introduced, the Better Call Saul. Saul. Yeah, the Better Call Saul episode where, um, they, where Badger gets caught selling, uh, meth to a cop that he realizes is a cop, but then the cop tells him that if he was a cop, he would have to tell him that he was a cop because it's in the constitution. So then Badger asks him, Badger's like, are you a cop? And then he's like, no, I'm not a cop. And the badger sells him meth, and so then he gets arrested. It was, and so then they have to hire, they have to hire Saul to like yeah, defend him yeah. so set up the one the guy. The cop,
0: cops don't have to say they're cops? No. Of course not.
1: Dang you, it. You can ask a cop if they're a cop, and they're, they can say no if they're an undercover cop.
0: I've heard that like a ton of places where they're like, if you're a cop, you have to tell me, right? <laughs> no. Are you sure? Yeah. I, I've seen plenty of movies. They don't
1: have to. They don't have to. They don't have to say they're a cop.
0: That's the whole point of being <laughs> undercover. <laughs> they're undercover. You a cop? Dang Damn it! it. Yeah. Like, no, no. They do the the presidential thing, you know, where they're like, "I'm not, um, not a cop." <laughs>
1: oh, they they do the political answer dodging. Yeah, no. It's uh, like, well, if I were a cop, would I do this? You know, like,
0: well, if you're talking about a cop, then cops, you know, like donuts. And what I don't is the like word, What does the word "cop" even mean? Really? <laughs> That's what I say. D- like. You know, I just. Have you ever seen me eat a donut?
1: Well, it's like in in. Do I smell like bacon? <laughs> uh, in the Departed, Leo gets asked if he's a cop like seven times, and he says no. Yeah. Oh, he goes like, yeah. He's like, no, 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 I'm not a cop. Why I'm would I be a, cop. a
0: fucking cop? I'm not a freaking cop, man. What are you yeah, about, yeah.
1: Man? With his with his Leo face, that that in my opinion, that's one of Leo's best movies, next to like the avat- or the Aviator, and um, yeah, I don't think Blood Diamonds Yeah, he wasn't an Avatar. <laughs> he was he was uh he turned down the role.
0: They asked him, Hey, do you yeah. want to be blue?
1: Dude, that, nah. okay, that episode though of Breaking Bad gave me anxiety. So bad. Because there's there's the part where they're um they're setting up uh the, the fake Heisenberg for the DEA to bust, you know? After after Badger goes to jail and then they have the negotiation with um the DEA, he goes and sits on the bench and waits for uh whatever his name is, the fat bald guy that Hank? No, not Hank the guy that uh people pay to go to prison. Remember the guy they set up the bald guy?
0: Oh yeah, they paid him to go to prison.
1: They paid him to go to prison. And so but the, but Badger's there waiting for the guy and some other bald guy comes up and <laughs> sits on the bench and so he's trying to do it and the people are like watching Badger as he's like trying to tell this guy to do the drug deal with him. Meanwhile, the real fake Heisenberg goes and sits on like the bench next to them. And so then like Walt pulls around, has Jesse go and like tell Badger to go to the other bench and then he like pulls and blocks Hank and the DEA's view of the thing and he's like talking to him like, oh yeah, oh are you, you're working right now? What's, what's going on? And, you know like, you oh know you're me.
0: undercover, you're, you're, you're <laughs> in a sting right now. That, Ooh, the so time, exciting.
1: Man, that whole time I'm like, holy crap, what the, huh, huh? like I, I was going nuts. Um, yeah. And then Jessica Jones
0: shows up right around that same episode.
1: I think like the episode before Jessica Jones shows yeah, up in the she's show.
0: A- in season two? Yeah. Man, what season? She plays a pretty significant role. Really? In uh, one of the East seasons. Oh. I think it was later, but... I... Yeah, right now, her and... Uh... Yeah, it's it's still when, uh, you know, Jesse dressed like a tool.
1: Yeah, it's it's when her and Jesse are hooking up. Jesse's wearing, like, the super, like, baggy, weird pants. And... I couldn't stand that. I can't either. I'm like, watching it like, like,
0: what the... normal baggy clothes I would have been okay with, but, like, it's like... They're it... like Jenko's, Oh, my gosh, it is so baggy. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my... What were you thinking? That's, like... It's like it's like early 90s Eminem. Yeah, but like baggier. Yeah. It's like it's too baggy. I'm like, when did any white dude ever dress that baggy of clothes? It, I mean, it happened.
1: There were a lot of poser white dudes. And I think that was kind of the point is like Jesse was kind of a poser at first, but eventually sort of, you know, comes around to it. The thing is like, I know how Breaking Bad ends and I've seen a lot of the later episodes. Like I've seen an episode here and there. Um, but I was still just
0: finally like, man, you know what? I just gotta, I just gotta get into it. I got to finish it off. It's a weird show. It's like a, I really liked it, but I hated it. Yeah. Like I wanted to get through it, but I, you know, cause I'm like, I don't really, I was like, I don't want to watch it, but I got to watch it. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Cause I don't know. Like other, uh, I binge watched it. So, oh, okay. and other shows that I've been binged watched watched. uh, yeah. Like Parks and Rec. Uh, huh. I loved that one. And I was like, Oh, I wish there was more. And, but with Breaking Bad, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm finally done," you know. Yeah. I don't know. Just two. Di- it's like different shows. Yeah. It, I guess that's true. I don't know. I don't know. I'll, Not that it was know, bad. Like, yeah. But it was just like I just wanted to find out what happened, and you know.
1: Yeah, it's, like sometimes it's just sort the of things you have
0: to get to the end. Too long.
1: Yeah. I. I mean, that's that was the problem I had. That's why I dropped off was because they were like the episodes were kind of dragging on
0: and like. Have you gotten to the fly episode? You haven't gotten to the fly episode. Fly episode, you're gonna die. Hmm. Anybody that's ever watched Breaking Bad knows of the fly episode. Yeah, I don't know the fly episode. The most like you'll know it when you see it.
1: The most like intense episode I've watched is like there's the one oh, It's where... not intense. Oh, isn't it? It's just it good.
0: Is, it's, no, it's ridiculous. <laughs> As in bad. It's like the worst. Really? You'll have to find out. It's in like season four or five or something. Oh, jeez, that is so long away. Yeah. Just, just bad. Yeah, because I was gonna tell you, I was like, oh, it's when they're like, oh, but I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> I think it was season four because season four is the one with Gus, and that is my favorite season.
1: I love, I love the guy that plays Gus. He was on Community on the, I think, fifth and sixth season. Gus is cooler than Walter, dude. <laughs> but I don't really, I don't know his story yet, but uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to find out and to
0: watch it. He's cool. He's yeah. cool. So yeah, get, get caught up, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's been. A- you know, off air since I think 2012
1: or 2013 was one that I yeah. did. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was weird. Um, but Chase, it's uh, it's it's been a week. There's been there's been a lot of news happening. There's been a lot of fun fun little exciting things happening. Um, did we talk about Jeff Johns on uh, the last episode and uh, his new position at at uh,
0: possibly DC Films? We had an episode after the crossover. We did, yeah, yeah, and I.
1: I think we talked about that. I mean, basically, Jeff Johns is the is sort of the Kevin Feige of DC's new DC Films branch. So he's sort of running the show and, and pointing the direction. But I think we already talked about that, so we won't bother. We won't bother with that, Chase. All right. What we will bother, though, with Jeff Johns is that uh, we are facing the release of DC Rebirth this week. So as you're listening to this, I think... Let's see. This will probably be released uh, Wednesday, which is tomorrow. So today as you're listening to this DC Rebirth the 80-page giant is out um and uh it is at a very uh low price for 2.99. You get 80 pages of comics.
0: That's that's like the the launch, right? Yeah, like so if this, you read it, this is like all right, this is your introduction to
1: Rebirth. Exactly. So it's it's the introduction to the new DC universe in the comics. All right, so now tell me um where is this picking up from? So this is picking up and that's the thing is like, we don't necessarily know where it's picking up from, but it's kind of taking, you know, sort of a combination of all of the years of, of DC comics and, uh, you know, sort of the best things about those characters and bringing them back. There's a lot of what happened before the new 52, which yeah. was their 2011 lineup. A lot of what happened before the new 52 is bring being brought back in. Um, but that's not to say that they're abandoning everything in the new 52. They are, however, killing off new 52 Superman, uh,
0: that mofo's going to die. Killing off? They're killing him. What does that mean? What do you mean they're killing Superman? They're killing New 52 Superman. Is this going to be like um, New 52 was a different universe?
1: That's kind of what it seems like, but again, it's, it's hard to tell exactly what's going on. Because, I mean, it was established as a new universe. When Flashpoint happened, that
0: established that the New 52 was a different universe. And then all the other stuff was? Just alternate worlds. All right, so they're going back to a altern- their original
1: Universe? they're not quite going back to the original universe it doesn't seem like it seems like like this is it seems like this is a new universe that has a lot of the elements of both the new 52 and
0: i feel like they're making this up as they go
1: they're not so and that's why they have the 80 page giant is because they're doing the exact opposite of what they did with the with the new 52
0: with the new 52 they decided okay we're gonna
1: start fresh but they didn't know where they were gonna go with this they know what they're gonna go they just haven't told us hmm. you know what i mean so they have a clear direction and basically the idea of it is that uh, Jeff Johns especially wanted to reestablish what made all these heroes great and so they're they're starting fresh in sort of a new universe um and taking all of the elements of those characters that that people have enjoyed throughout all the years of DC comics. So and what he said here's here's Jeff Johns guarantee is that he thinks everybody will will like this and he is so confident for it. That if he doesn't like DCU Rebirth, he will actually mail you a check for the two ninety nine that you
0: spent on that uh, eighty page comic. Really? Yeah, I'll take him up on that word. His word. If it, if you don't like it, all right. So this is what I'm kind of getting from this is they're in the new fifty two, they did that whole relaunch to try and gain new readers. Mm-hmm. You know, for less confusing stuff, they tried to simplify it. Yeah, uh, that didn't work out too well with the simplification. No. So I it feels like they're trying to go back to their roots and trying to please their, you know, the comic book people, the original people that liked it before. And not, yeah. not trying so hard into getting new people and new readers.
1: Well, I think they're kind of trying to do both. I think the point is, like, they want the new, instead of, like, making the heroes different so that new readers can pick up on them, they want to get the new readers to see what other people have always appreciated about them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but they're like in it, they're still you know trying to get back to their roots. I guess definitely.
1: Yeah, they're 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 wanting to get back to a place where DC
0: fans don't hate DC. Is that what DC was in?
1: Yeah, the New Fifty Two was a big thing where longtime DC fans kind of a lot of them hated the New Fifty Two. I didn't.
0: It personally. worked for me because yeah. I was a new reader and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. You burned through the New Fifty Two fast. Um, I did, I I kind of quit on it be, just because. You know, I, I read all the ones you had, mm-hmm. and then I had Marvel Unlimited, so <laughs> I got sucked into Marvel, and I was like, this is, I don't know, it's a lot cooler to have, like, everything you want to read, because mm-hmm. I have all this stuff that I want to read from New 52, and it's just not as easily available.
1: Yeah, no, that's very true, and I you, think... You hear that, DC? I know. DC needs to have some sort of unlimited comics app, like Marvel Unlimited does, and even Comicsology just launched one as well that's going to be for... Um, Like, independent comics, like Image, and there's a lot of titles. Comixology just launched a subscription that's uh, $6 a month, and you get unlimited access to a bunch of, like, indie titles from Image, Dark Horse, and and other people like that. That's cool. And so I think it's about time DC launches one of those.
0: I mean, I don't know how uh, financially it's working out for Marvel. I feel like it would be, because uh, they're getting more popular. Mm Mm-hmm. So, because they're kind of getting more into the movies. And uh, movies are making more money than the comics, I'm assuming. Well,
1: and the thing with Marvel Unlimited is they wait for six months to release it on Marvel Unlimited. After six months, most comics don't really sell that much anyway. You know? Yeah. And so it's like, why not have it on there and get people, you know, paying for for that stuff after the six months when you're not going to be making anything off of that comic anyway, you know?
0: Yeah. And it only helps your brand. Like, I know so much... I've read so much mm-hmm. about like old comic books and you know different characters. You've been reading,
1: especially a, a lot of the old stuff lately. You always, anytime we go to Wings, you're like, "Yeah, I was reading like this really old X Men" or like I was reading. Yeah, yeah. You know. I,
0: w- I went through a phase where I I read the beginnings of a bunch of uh, like Spider Man and X Men, and I believe I did some Guardians of the Galaxy, but I just couldn't even understand what the <laughs> frick. Uh, that was lame. I don't the original know. Guardians of the Galaxy was rough. Yeah, it's like it doesn't even make sense.
1: The uh the Abnett and Lanning Guardians of the Galaxy is the best one. That's from the early 2000s. Um that's the one I'd read if you're wanting to That's do like some the Guardians. after
0: their reboot.
1: Yeah, that was when they sort of reinvented the Guardians. It wasn't it wasn't like the newest reboot that happened right before the film, but it's uh it was done I think in like 2001.
0: Yeah, it's with the blonde Star-Lord and everything. Yeah. I read I read a little bit of that um with crossovers and mm-hmm. other stuff. But yeah, I can read giant crossover events and like every crossover, and they have it in order now. So,
1: yeah, it's really nice. I mean, I Marvel know. Unlimited gets better with every
0: with every update. But I would, man, I would freaking it'd be so awesome just to have that with DC because I like the characters and the comics, everything I've read in oh, DC yeah. is I've liked it a little bit better. I've kind of liked uh, Marvel a little bit better now that I've read a bunch of their stuff. Mm. But. I just want to see some DC.
1: Yeah, no, I'm still a DC guy. And I mean, the thing is, so as you're listening to this today, go to your freaking comic book store and buy this thing. It's three bucks for 80 pages of comics that introduce you to like all of the characters in DC and show you exactly what this new universe is so that there's no real confusing continuity. There's no crazy like, oh yeah, all this stuff happened, yada, yada, you know, whatever. Like it's a, it's a fresh start and and it gives you an example of who all these characters are so that you can read some of these comics and actually... You know, not have to worry about reading eight years of comics or whatever to catch up on it. Um, And so that's why I'm excited. I mean, come on. It's three bucks, dude. Three bucks for 80 pages. So I'm guessing you're going to buy it. Of course I'm going to buy it, dude. It's so good. Tomorrow. I'm probably going to buy like five of them so that anytime anyone hasn't read it, I can just be like, here, read this. Read Read this? Yeah, like, it's just one of those, you know, I mean, it's the price of a regular single 20-page issue.
0: So it's like, what, four issues?
1: Yeah, so it's it's basically about four issues. Maybe, I mean,
0: maybe I'll pick one up too.
1: You should, dude. You really should. And everyone listening to this, I mean, obviously if you're listening to the show, you're at least somewhat interested in comic books and movies and stuff like that and there's I mean, there's no better way if you haven't read comic books before, if you've been kind of out of it or whatever, like there's no better way to get back into it.
0: That's true. I mean, I'm not that into buying new comic books, but
1: Oh yeah, no, you I I don't think like, there's there's been, know. like, two or three times where you've bought, like, a trade paperback, but you, I've never seen you really, like, buying new comic books. Mostly, you're just, like, catching
0: up on, like, digital stuff. Yeah, I like digital stuff, and you have a really large collection, so yeah. I'll, I'll read your stuff every once in a while, but my favorite would just be on my tablet. Well, and
1: you can, you can still buy it on Comixology, too. So, if you if you prefer digital, you can buy this 80-page issue on, on Comixology. I could do that. I mean, I'm just saying. There's a lot of options out there for all you guys, so take heed. Um and speaking of Jeff Johns, one more little thing. Uh Ben Affleck was recently in an interview and uh he talked about his involvement with um uh Jeff Johns and he's talked specifically about DC Rebirth actually because uh all the DC film stars have uh, apparently been given and have been reading the 80-page giant and uh, Ben Affleck praises Jeff Johns said I would read anything by Jeff Johns. He's a Freaking genius, he said the F word. Uh, I love him. I love DC. I'm really excited about where it's going, and I couldn't be more honored and thrilled to be on board of this uh, DC universe. Well, obviously
0: he's going to say that. He's freaking Batman.
1: He is Batman. But, I mean, he
0: called him a genius, and, I mean, if Ben Affleck calls anyone a genius, you know it's true, right? What's up with Ben Affleck being, like, I don't know, people, like, idolize him? Like, he's, like, the great, you know... Great Ben, he's Batman. (laughs) It's weird now because like before it was like oh Ben Affleck is Batman that freaking sucks. Now it's like oh Ben Affleck should be running the entire Batman. Funny how fast that changes. up. I know. I was like man, he's like a god now. Well, I mean Superman, Batman's a god now. (laughs) Ben Affleck.
1: It's funny because I mean he he's like ever since even before all the fan outrage, like he's a talented filmmaker, but people still freaked out about him being Batman, and it's like. All of a sudden, they see it, and they go, oh, that's really cool. And then they remember, oh, yeah, he is a good filmmaker. I've liked the movies that I've seen from him. And they're like, okay, I guess Ben Affleck's cool. And then now, yeah, he's, like, idolized.
0: Yeah, it's It's weird. weird. And his acting style has changed from... He's more uh, grown up, more adult in a lot of his characters. I mean, he is, like, in his 40s. But you know all the uh, characters you remember from Ben Affleck? Like in Armageddon, where he's, like, just a punk kid. Or his daredevil performance which or in uh was a little cheesy I, mean, I i would say yeah or in dazed and confused when he's obsessed with uh spanking little boy's butts yeah no he's a tool bag in that show <laughs> and it's like i i saw i saw that and i was like oh yeah ben affleck's a tool but i mean it's obviously a character yeah obviously yeah, obviously obviously <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah uh what was a uh, runner runner is that one of the new ones that came out?
1: Oh, yeah. He uh, he didn't direct that, but he was he was an actor in that. Yeah. I heard that movie was
0: not good. No? Uh-uh. I thought
1: it was decent. Did you watch it? Yeah. No, I, I, I watched it. I never it saw it.
0: And um, Ben Affleck kind of plays an interesting role. Is that the one with... Is Justin Timberlake in that one yeah. as well? Okay. Yeah, Tim and Justin Timberlake. He's very... Uh, I don't know. What do you mean? Like What, what? what do I mean with very I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, what do you mean? I don't know. What what is I'm I'm want me to elaborate on
1: the I don't know? Like well I just mean like what's 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 different about him. I, I don't know. I
0: guess if you don't know, you don't know. I but. I can't play I can't put my thumb on it, you know, because he's kinda like I would say kind of a boring character in that movie. I don't want to <laughs> be rude bland. and I mean a boring's the wrong word. Yeah. But that's the kind of vibe I got for him. Man. That makes but, sense. Yeah, it's kinda cool. <laughs> um
1: so uh the the designs, a lot of the designs for the characters from DC Rebirth have been released um, and I won't spend too much time on this but I am so stoked that the yellow and red Kid Flash costume is back Is it, um uh, which, which Flash is it? So it's New 52 Wally West, which means it's it's the black Wally West. But, but he's he got yellow? But he's wearing the yellow and red costume It looks freaking sick Um, I've got a picture on it, I'll go ahead and I'll put it on our Facebook or tweet it out at That Might Be Cool Um but if
0: you look, Chase. Oh, that looks very cool. Doesn't that look freaking awesome? Yeah, yeah. I, like, dude, he's got it. You know, a shaved. You know how everybody's doing that shaved thing on their side of their head.
1: Yeah, he's got the lightning bolt it's shaved lightning in his bolt.
0: head. Like you, Wally West? Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, are you Kid Flash? No. Yeah. Dude, you, you have the same lightning bolt shaved into your head. <laughs> no, no, it's not me. Dude, he not doesn't me, have no. much of a mask in the first place. Yeah.
1: No, well, he's, no. He's wearing a hat though when he's in regular, everyday life.
0: Forever. Yeah, always. He just keeps the hat on. You know, I wear a hat sometimes, too. He super glues it. If, uh, I, if I put a hat on, would you not recognize me? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. If if you if
1: you normally... If I saw you in a mask, and then I saw you wearing a hat without a mask, I probably wouldn't recognize
0: you. Or would you be like...
1: I mean, if you weren't Chase, like if you weren't like my buddy that oh, I do podcasts with every week, me? yeah.
0: I mean, that's, yeah, if it was you, I'd be like, oh, there's Chase in a mask, and then I'd be like, oh, there's Chase in a hat. That's true. I, I would I would say, I mean, like, that doesn't make sense, but... <laughs> If you go, if you, have you ever been on Tinder? Oh, yeah. And there's been, you know, they have two pictures yep. and it's two girls and then it's a group shot. You can't tell which one she is. And then you're like, wait a minute. You lose track of which girl was which. And I was like, I don't know which one she is.
1: And oh, yeah. I, I've had that problem so many times. I, I hate it on Tinder when. And they don't wear yeah, they're not even wearing masks. Yeah, they're just girls. Oh, they have makeup. I guess that means that we just look at girls as objects. That's probably what that means. We're
0: just sexist pigs. Oh, Um, I I didn't know. (laughs) I have to change my whole outlook on life.
1: But I hate that when somebody, all their pictures are group shots and like all of their friends look generically similar to them, you know, like they all have the same like general hair color and height. And so you're
0: like, which one
1: are you? Like there's no, there's no identifying consistent thing to like tell across all the photos yeah
0: because then they'll have like one picture of just them and you're like okay that's the girl yeah i gotta look for in the rest of the pictures and you find the group shot and you're like i don't know which one it is well
1: and like there there are like girls who don't even have one picture of just themselves i guess it's like they're trying to prove that that they have such a social life like oh yeah look at this all my friends i just i always have friends i never i'm never by
0: myself i'm not alone i'm not dying inside like it's the worst, like we. Y- well, I, all my pictures on there are, are just of me on a motorcycle because <laughs> apparently that's the only time anybody wants to take a picture of me. <laughs> what are you talking about? I've taken pictures of you uh, with a microphone on your face. That's true. <laughs> but I, I would... usually look like a hobo. Yeah, usually because I'm like I don't even I don't know I'm like not all dressed up and the lighting's yeah. not perfect so I can't post that.
1: Yeah, we we don't put our we don't bring our makeup artists in here very often. <laughs> <laughs> we have makeup artists. <laughs> yeah, man. I I do. Is that who that dude is? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's just been hanging out in the corner. <laughs> Sleeps here. So, so awkward. <laughs> um, so we actually, I think you and I talked about this at one point. Um, about the idea of virtual reality movie theaters. Did we Did we have this conversation? No. It was uh, maybe somebody. I don't think so. I, it might not have been you, but it was somebody I was talking to. I was like, man, I think at some point they're going to do some sort of virtual reality theaters. And, uh, and the person I was talking to was like, no, there's no way anybody would ever actually do that. It doesn't... Like, nobody would care about it. Well, IMAX is planning to open six virtual
0: reality theaters this year. What do you mean, in a virtual reality?
1: <clears throat> so, they're opening theaters where you go in and you put on virtual reality. We were um, talking about this.
0: Yeah, see? I told you. Like, yeah, like you're in the movie, right? Yeah, where, where you're basically... You're doing virtual reality and you're like... You're there. I was saying more like, you know, have projectors all around. Oh, so like that's what we were talking You're inside the movie? Yeah, so like wherever you look, like up and down, kind of like that's those... uh, Then we talked about Transformers and Universal Studios, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, where it's like everywhere is like, oh, you know. Yeah, so... A full movie like that.
1: Yeah, so they're they're opening... I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's not really given any details on if it's going to be like look all around and you're inside the movie.
0: Um, No, it's just those stupid things you strap on your face.
1: Yeah, well, that's, I, like, yeah, you, but what I'm saying is, like, so you're going to strap those things on your face, but I'm not sure if it's going to be, like, where you can turn your head and you're looking at different parts. Um, well, then what are they doing? I think, actually, let's see. Featuring, okay. Let's see. While it's not clear the technology may be superior, uh, or while the technology may be superior, it's not clear if IMAX plans for content, um, or uh, plans for content, are is engaging. Uh, compare Gelford's plans to the free VR app launched by Disney. Uh, the latter promises to take users into the film studio's franchise, like Star Wars and the Avengers, but the actual content is underwhelming, featuring experiences like a 3D degree film shot on the red carpet of Captain America Civil War. Um, so in this theater, it looks like it's the plans are that, t- t- let's see, yeah, it doesn't, so it doesn't really look like they're going to be doing like a 360 degree look at the film,
0: it's at like least for right carpet, now. Right?
1: Well, that, that was for a different thing. Uh, that sounds that like... That was for
0: a thing that Disney launched. Oh, have you seen... Uh, what's that movie? Surrogate? Oh, With yeah. Surrogate. Yeah. So, like, they, they don't actually do stuff physically. They have um, a, a surrogate that kind of lives their life. Yeah. That's what I feel like that sounds like. We're going towards... <laughs> instead of living our own lives, we're just, like, plugging in someone else's memories mm-hmm. and, like, experience and be like, oh, look, I'm on the red carpet. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do anything to get here, but... I want to mimic um, this experience and pretend like I'm someone else. Yeah. That feels a little crazy to me.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't dig that. Like, I don't know. If I'm going to have a cool life, I'm going to make a cool life. I'm not going to, like, try and live somebody well, else's. Well, if you just
0: pretend. I mean, that's what video games are for. <laughs> but like, this That's, is just that's why I play GTA, so I can pretend I'm murdering people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if murder was legal, I feel like a lot of people would be murdered. Definitely. So I, I talked about this one time. I feel like I might might accidentally kill someone after playing Smash. Sometimes I think... Smash their face into a keyboard. Sometimes I think that when you
1: buy, or when you get your driver's license, you should also be given a hand grenade. Just one hand grenade that, that you have, you know, and that's the only hand grenade you get for your entire life. I and wouldn't you, use it. You get a hand grenade, and then at some point, if anyone ever, like if somebody does something so stupid or moronic or whatever, you can just throw a hand grenade at them, blow them up, and then it's like, like you used the only hand grenade you ever get on that person. Like They were that big of a dick. that, like,
0: And so I think... Yeah, no. I wouldn't use it. Not because I'm a good person. I wouldn't blow someone's cars up. I'd love to. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't use it because I'm a hoarder, you know? So if, I, <laughs> if I'd if i see someone and be like, nope, not you. I can't use it this early. And then by the time I'm old and my mm. life's over, I'm like, well, I... I haven't used it yet, you know? Like, it's the same thing I do in video games. Like, I hoard up all my money. Yeah. I'm like, I don't spend it, like, the whole game. I'm not that way. Or, like, they give you, like, one... They're like, dude, you get this one bullet or one bomb that blows up anything. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't use it the whole time. Because I'm waiting for that perfect time to use it. Yeah. I would never use it. Uh, yeah, I'd I, have a grenade in my car for my entire life.
1: I See, I, well, the thing is, though, it's it's almost a preventative measure where, like, if everybody knew... That everybody had a hand grenade that they could throw at that person? I don't think anybody would cut each other off. Like, I
0: don't think you'd see those douchey drivers that just clearly have no regard for consequences. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, the, I mean, you don't have to worry about one person having a okay. hand grenade. you got to worry about every single person yeah. on the road that has a hand grenade. So
1: when you're zipping in and out of traffic, cutting people off and stuff, that asshole in his BMW, it's like, everybody that I cut off has a hand grenade. May have a hand grenade.
0: Probably has a hand grenade. I mean, at least, you know you know there's a good huge portion of them probably does.
1: Yeah, cuz all of them at least at some point had one and most
0: of them still probably have it. Yeah, but then you couldn't have nice cars either. Like if I was driving around in my car with the t-tops open. So
1: then that drives that drives down the prices of nice cars though. Because if nobody's buying nice cars, they have to cut prices. Well, they're not going to make them then. They might not make them. Well,
0: that's fine. And if you customize a car, you know those guys that make those stupid cars with big <laughs> freaking spoilers and like it's a like piece Like that of Subaru giant.
1: that we saw that got crashed.
0: No, not even like that. Like the ones where, like they, like they obviously, it's like, no, that, that don't do that. But they do it. It's like a piece of crap car. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, I feel like someone is gonna blow one of those up. It's like a Mercury tracer with like a giant spoiler. But then again, nobody wants to waste their grenade on on a Mercury tracer. on a crappy car. Yeah. I feel like if there's an Audi R8 driving around, someone's gonna <laughs> be like, Oh, that is a horrible idea, Jason.
1: It is a horrible. You give idea. Give people
0: grenades. <laughs> We're gonna have car X. Traffic is gonna hey, go through tr- the room. In Trump's America, be a, anything's possible. Every anywhere you go, there's gonna be a car, car crash, like a blown up car, which would be kind of well, cool. See, to I see don't think cars so. Cars blown up all the time. But but I don't I feel think like so. there'd be a lot. No, because everyone
1: only has one. You know what I mean? Everyone has one grenade, and so, so, so it's like it's just gonna happen. Like
0: you'll be driving down the road, and you'll be like, someone used their grenade. Their only grenade ever on that person. Yeah, but you know how many cars there are. I have a new view of the freeway. In one corner of my office and yeah. I, I watch the cars drive by. It never ends. It never ends. All day, all night. But, but. Different cars every, driving.
1: I guarantee you every day, 80% of the cars you see are cars that, that drove by the day prior. Guarantee you.
0: Yeah, I know. But like in one day. Yeah, it's, it's continuous.
1: But what I'm saying is those are the same people. So road. then if there was one day where everyone used their grenades, then okay, all those grenades are gone. And then things continue and there's never any grenades anymore. You know, or if people are doing it, it would be sporadic, is what I'm saying, because it's limited, you know? So you think it would never happen because people are waiting for that perfect douchebag? I think it would happen every once in a while. Like maybe once a week, you hear about in your state, somebody, another person used their grenade. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's not a good plan. Obviously. I mean,
0: I'm just trying to figure out how often it would happen.
1: (laughs) Who knows? I mean, I guess we'd have to survey people. Let's take it to the streets and survey people. How, when would you use your grenade? Yeah, when would you use your one hand grenade? Immediately, first person to cut me off. Do you think they give you a grenade launcher, or would they just ha- make you have to throw it? No, you gotta throw it. And
0: if you miss, then I guess you blew someone else up. Oh, that would blow if you just like miss, and like, or if it just doesn't You'd blow anybody blow up. blow for the person behind that got hit. <laughs> like, why'd you blow me up? Uh, I was trying to get that guy. F. Ah! And then you, he gets blown up, and then you get blown up for blowing him up. Yeah, the guy, the
1: guy that you accidentally hit with the grenade throws his grenade at you. Because you accidentally... Yeah, he goes by another car. Man, violence breeds
0: violence breeds nothing more, whatever the phrase you, you is. You get people stalking other people. Yeah. You know, because... I mean, obviously, you don't have to use it for a traffic. <laughs> just be like, I hate this guy. I'm going to follow him and throw a grenade.
1: That's true. I guess you could just take the grenade with you, walk into a bank. No,
0: then it's illegal and you go to jail.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So you have to use it on the road. Yeah. But you don't mm. have to use it for
0: the exact reason that someone cut you off. You can use it, like... If you were to piss some me guy off, looks like a tool and be like, "Oh man!" and then I just follow you ah, and then drive, by. and then so it's like it's the perfect crime because it's not a crime once you get on the road. Yeah, and then people will start using it and they'll start recruiting people. They'll be like, "Hey, I'll give you ten thousand dollars if I get to use your grenade once. All you got to do is be in the car, throw the grenade, and it's perfectly legal. I'll give you ten thousand dollars so I can kill this person. You know, it'd be a whole black market yeah. underground secret stuff. That's true, people, people would sell like, their one grenade." yeah and then well and then people like buy it. they're like i got like they have a list of people that have grenades <laughs> that they can call up and have anybody whacked when at any moment it'd be a huge mafia well, thing it'd be a movie let's make a movie about. Let's this. Ma- let's
1: make a movie about this uh well because then and then like psychopaths you know they like if you're a psychopath you use your grenade on like a, a bus or something you know what i mean like like a public transportation or whatever can, can you can get
0: you more bang for your buck now nah, i feel like buses are off limits
1: buses are off limits that's yeah. probably a good idea
0: Buses, trains. Well then minivans, you know, you boats. still get like seven or eight people. The big Mormon mobile. Yeah.
1: <laughs> in Utah there'd be a lot of minivans blowing up, man. I'm I'm sorry, but like yeah, but they're
0: usually transporting like handicapped kids. people.
1: Oh, you're talking like the si the, the Mormon assault vehicles, the the giant vans, the full size vans. Well
0: either one, it's usually like a you know group Well
1: mini minivans are usually a family. Full size vans, yeah, a lot of times it's like either prisoners
0: or uh or kids that That's are true. in like, like my uh, dad does transport detention. Yeah. And uh He says he has to drive the minivan sometimes. The minivan or the full-size van? Uh, I don't know.
1: I think he says they're a little bit bigger. Yeah, so it's probably a full-size van. Because minivans are like the eight-seater, or
0: like five-seaters.
1: Five-seater? Or not five-seaters. Seven-seater. Yeah. That's
0: what they are. Uh, One, two, three, four, five. Because it
1: goes two, three, two in the minivans. Two, three, two. And then for the full-size vans, it's like nine-passenger, I think.
0: I've been on one where there was like five rows, dude. I drove that thing all the way to California. Um, Chase, we saw nice guys. This last week. Did we? Is that what that movie was? That's what that movie was. I asked you at the beginning of the movie, what are we watching again? And you
1: didn't <laughs> You tell do that. Me. You do that every time. Every time. There's like this weird, for, for the listeners, there's this weird thing that started, I don't know when it started. It years was me ago. and Cody. I know it was you and Cody, I just It don't was know like, when.
0: literally, after the previews, I would be so into the previews, I'm like, I want to watch that, I want to watch that. And me and Cody would see kind of like really obscure movies uh-huh. that the previews would actually be more exciting than the movie. <laughs> So and then once the previews are over, because they always do the previews for the cool movies. Yeah, I would literally forget what the f we were watching. So I would lean in and I'd be like, "What are we watching again?" <laughs> and like he would be like, "Oh my gosh!" And I'm like, "No, I'm, I seriously forgot." And I did that so many times that it kind of just turned into a
1: thing. Where yeah, now every it's movie a competition to, to see who can say it
0: first, but you have to say it after the previews and before the movie starts. Yeah. I mean, I made I'm it's my thing so I can make up the rules or whatever I freaking <laughs> want. Cuz I would say it sometimes it'd be like, "Oh, too soon." Or too yeah. late. But there is it is this I don't know, it's this weird sp- sweet spot.
1: There yeah, it's the middle ground where you want to you want to get it
0: as close to the movie as
1: possible without getting beat. Yeah.
0: You know? I mean, obviously, whoever says it, you can just wait until the previews are over and then say it. Yeah. And then you won no but matter what. But that's no what. fun. I don't know. I usually I usually win.
1: Yeah, you do. But the thing is like you got to let it ride, you know? You got to like wait until that perfect moment where yeah, it's like
0: but what what would that gain me uh, you
1: know cool points
0: no it's just
1: it's life points life points you probably live for Sh- a year longer
0: spife points
1: life points spife points is that what you just said <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, same thing But uh, I, I, I like being able to wait like right after the thing like right when the movie is about to come up you know after everything is over the previews the little studio introduction or whatever. like right when the movie is about to
0: come up it's usually when they say please silence your cell phones
1: yeah, I know. You usually do it there,
0: and I'm like, ah, I don't like, I don't like that spot. I like the spot where right as the screen no, it's goes right black. After
1: that. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a pretty uh, decent. Cinemark spot.
0: had one where they would do that, where they would be like, it was super annoying that they even had to change it. Yeah, but it was like, I can't even remember. But it was usually right after that. Uh-huh. It was the perfect time, and then um, the movie would start. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. Anyway, enough about uh, talking about the beforehand of movies. We saw Nice Guys. What you think of it, Chase?
0: It was nice.
1: It was nice,
0: and they're not—they're not very nice guys. Yeah, for so, nice guys, they're not very nice guys. No, they're kind of douchebags, especially that Russell Crowe. <clears throat> Russell what? Russell Crowe. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Almost sounds like—is that his name? You know, like, <laughs> Crowe. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's him. That would be the guy. He's kind of—he's a rude person. He likes to punch people in the face with brass knuckles.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's—it's it's a little rude. So what? Yeah. What's the the movie The Nice Guys by Shane Black, written and directed by Shane Black. What's the story about, Chase? You want me to explain that movie?
0: Just a, yeah, yeah, like, like a quick they're overview. They're detectives, and they're trying to find a missing porn are star. Are they both detectives? Yeah, no, they're. Well, they're both detectives in the sense that they are detectiving.
1: So they, they have to start detectives. So Ryan Gosling is a private eye, and then Russell Crowe is a guy who beats people up.
0: Yeah, he's like an intimidator. Yeah. Kind of what... Deadpool was. He's a shakedown guy. Yeah. But he, you know, he hires Ryan Gosling to find this, one of her clients. Yeah. You know, so this girl hired Russell Crowe to break or to intimidate or whatever Ryan Gosling. And then mm. Ryan got, and then he was like, then they met up and Russell Crowe needed to find that client. So he went and hired him to find her. To find this girl.
1: So there's a, there's a, there's a, a girl MacGuffin in yeah, the movie. So
0: she, Yeah. They Basically, committed. They're trying to find her and a porn star. And... Well, so there's a
1: porn star that's dead, and the, the grandmother thinks... of the porn star thinks that she saw that porn
0: star in her house. So she hires the PI to find her, but he knows that she's dead, so he's just stealing the old lady's money. Totally. And so then... yeah, no, Brian Gosling's actually pretty douche. He's kind of, he's really sad. Yeah, like a sad character. He's pretty, like, yeah. Well, because I mean, pathetic, I would say.
1: And as the movie goes on, it starts to reveal more things about his about his character. Uh, Before we get into some spoilers, we'll just talk about kind of some overall thoughts. Um, First of all, this movie committed the ultimate sin in your eyes. As far as I know.
0: What's the ultimate sin?
1: The ultimate movie sin. You were talking about it before the movie. There's been plenty of other movies that have done this. Jack Reacher did a very similar thing. Oh,
0: my freaking gosh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I could not stand it. All right, first off, the movie's set in 1977, (laughs) and I can guarantee... (laughs) Hundred percent that that was a seventy nine Camaro because I own one and I built one, and they just crashed that mother effort into a a tree. It was beautiful too. It was a Z twenty eight. It was maroon. It kind of had the it had all the Z twenty eight stuff. So it's got the teardrop hood, uh, the fender flares, and then it's got the front spoiler, which I was not a big fan of. Uh huh. Um, And that had the paint scheme, which I wasn't a big fan of either. But it was amazing. It was beautiful. Um, I really hope they used a hero car and then another. Car to crash because that front end when he drives up to the other guys uh-huh. is destroyed. It is absolutely destroyed. And I know that they're tougher than that. Those yeah, fr- I've been hit and it didn't do any damage. I have one sitting out a front end to a eighty to a seventy nine. Oh yeah, sitting out in my backyard, not broken. It's bent and warped to crap, but so, it's not destroyed.
1: So the car, the car that they crashed through the house was a seventy seven Trans Am. Oh yeah, the gold one. Is blue. So that matched the year. But the red one, the red Camaro at the end, was a 79 Camaro. Yeah, no. there's I know. a, I know. There's a, a website, Chase, while you were talking, I looked this up. IMCDB.com. Internet Movie Cars Database. Cool. Yeah. But, yeah, so it was a 79. The red one was a 79. All of the other ones fit into the era, but the red one was a 79.
0: I don't know. Yeah. But they did, 1979 was the highest Producing year for Camaro. They made over 282,000 Camaros. Fun fact, we're getting into um I know a lot about this. I, uh, it's my first car. I had yeah. it when I was 15, so I know a lot about them. And, uh, so there's there's plenty to crash. So if they were, and I kind of, when you see the car, and uh-huh. it pulls up all crashed, one of the sides is what my front end on my 81 looked like, mm-hmm. where it was like really weathered falling apart and i'm like that looks like it's old i feel like they swapped cars and if they didn't i'm gonna find them and murder them
1: (laughs) yeah i it is interesting when things like that slip through the cracks it is
0: um same color as my car not quite it's
1: it's more of a torch red yours metallic red
0: mine's yeah my more i mean it's the color I, I felt like it was very similar.
1: I'm looking at a picture of it right now, and it's not metallic. Let me see. It's not metallic. What do you mean?
0: No, yeah. Come on, come on around
1: and see it. It's it's more of a gloss slash torch red color. It's more maroon than that. Your your car is way more maroon than this car.
0: Mine's darker than that. Yeah, what that's what I
1: mean. I can sort of hear you.
0: <laughs> that's a night shot. And, it's uh, it's a night shot, but my, yours yours is a lot darker than that. Yeah, at night, well, at night mine turns like purplish. But in the daylight, <laughs> it shines like the brightest maroon red, like cherry red almost, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like that one would shine the same way. Very similar. Know, a little, probably a little bit more red than mine. I, I think it is. I think it was a different color of red than yours. Well, obviously. <laughs> Mine's off a of freaking Maserati. You have Maserati paint on your camera? Yeah. Oh. It's, no. Uh, yeah, I think it's a Maserati. Look at you getting fancy. Like uh, when I went to the paint store, I was looking at paint chips. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is from a Maserati. And I was like, I don't care. It's going on a Camaro, and it's going to look a lot better.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's sweet, actually. Um, all right, so uh, now we're going to get into spoilers on Mine the Nice Guys. Mine has tops
0: too, so <laughs> just had to throw that out there.
1: We're going to get into spoilers for the Nice Guys. Um, so before we do, Chase, for people who haven't seen Nice Guys yet that may uh, tune out once we get into the spoilers, would you recommend uh, for people to see this movie?
0: Yeah. I mean, if you don't mind Rated R stuff like it's gonna say the f word a lot it's gonna have boobs yeah actually and it's not oh like as much as you think when they talk about the porn as much as they do yeah but there's still there's still some some pretty boobage action yeah it starts off yeah (laughs) like in the first five minutes you see some giant fake boobs yeah and it just it's like a slow camera shot yeah and it's like "Hmm."
1: the kid from iron man 3 just staring at this girl's chest
0: yeah but uh, yeah, so so the people who haven't seen it. If you don't mind, um, you know all that stuff. I mean, it is rated R, so mm-hmm. but it's hilarious. Um, all the actors are phenomenal. Um, the plot line is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Like you, like if you if you think about it after, at the end, it's like oh, I don't know if that adds up. <laughs> it might, but I didn't follow it as well. Mm-hmm. But pretty good, very good period piece. Totally. Um. And a great character Totally piece. 70s, like the 70s, like the retro, weird stuff. They have parties in these weird houses Yeah, that's like round and stuff. So it was really cool. It, like you almost felt like you were in the 70s. Some 70s movies feel like they're faked. They're trying it too hard. This one seemed genuine.
1: Yeah, it felt pretty grounded in there. There's a lot, you know, that they talk about with like the climate issues at the time. And, and there's some funny things like that. Um, Hannibal Burris's cameo was amazing. Uh, oh we'll talk about God. that in just a minute, um, but yeah, go go see it. It's a it's a fantastic character piece. Um, if you like, uh, obviously Shane Black films. So if you liked, you know, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang or Lethal Weapon or um, you know Iron Man three, if you like those types of movies, then you'll definitely enjoy this one. Um, but also just you know like if American Hustle um, or any of the uh, David O. Russell films or anything like that. Stuck out to you if those are the types of films you like then you'll definitely enjoy this because it's it's full of character this is better than American Hustle I think so. yeah I think it's
0: probably better than American Hustle I, I, although you you kind of don't like American Hustle at all I wasn't a big fan and I I'm a pretty big fan of all those actors yeah um, like uh, Bradley Cooper and uh, Bale, Christian Bale Amy Adams and especially Jeremy Renner I'm not a big fan of Jeremy Renner really I am he's hit or miss with me um, <laughs> and Jennifer Lawrence oh yeah Jay Law mm, good stuff
1: um, anyway, but, uh, if you haven't seen Nice Guys yet, then, uh, be aware that spoilers are ahead in, like, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, spoilers now. Hannibal Burris, dude.
0: Yeah, he's a bug. He's a fly. I was like, at first, I was like, is that, that that's Hannibal Like, That's <laughs> hilarious. I don't even remember what he said.
1: He's talking about how, like, they, all the, all the, uh, flies have to ride around in cars now because the air is
0: so polluted they can't breathe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're, like... The birds can't breathe. That The whole, the MacGuffin girl is an activist. Yeah, she's a, an environmental activist. Yeah. So good. I did not expect her character to act the way she did when they finally found her. In terms of what? Um, like, I don't know. I didn't know really what she was doing. Obviously, she knew people who was trying to kill her and she ran and she went to a party. Yeah. And then ran away because the people that were trying to kill her found her at the party. Yeah. And tried to kill her. Um, but yeah, it was like, I don't know, is this, who is this girl that looks like, cause you think at the beginning that she looks similar to, uh, Misty Mountains, Misty the Mountains. porn star. And she, uh, when they find her, she's just like the really annoying political <laughs> activist. Like when you imagine a political activist, this is her.
1: Yeah. Like, like somebody
0: who's trying and to like, save the oh environment my gosh, or whatever. I can't believe you. You're killing everyone. It's all an inside conspiracy. Yeah. One of those yeah. people. And I was like, yeah, they should kill her. <laughs>
1: They kind of should have, and especially like, I don't know, the when, when Matt Bomer shows up at the house, he kind of he kind of causes some trouble. I mean, if they had just killed her, Matt would have been a lot easier.
0: Yeah. Is that, what does he play? He He's the guy like, from... Um, White Collars or something? From White Collar. Yeah, Yeah, I knew. I didn't recognize him. I was like, I've seen that guy before. I've never actually watched White Collars, but I recognized the face, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Fun fact, he was almost Bruce Wayne. Really? Yeah. I could see
1: it. Yeah, he was almost, when, when they were still trying to decide what direction to go with Batman uh He was almost going when they were thinking about going young with uh, the new Batman franchise. They were thinking about going with Matt Bomer. I would have liked it. He's got the look. I, I, yeah, I think so
0: too. You would like it or wouldn't? I would. Would? Yeah, I think he'd do a good job. I'd have to see, you know, his acting. But he <clears throat> I guess he does have the look. I don't know. He kind of has like his eyes are too menacing. Batman's not menacing, as in like Joker wise. Just say Batman's not menacing. <laughs> No, like, you know, like crazy. Well, but he he does that on purpose
1: in this film, though. In in most other things, he doesn't look crazy. Like in most other things, he just looks charming. You look in his I've eyes and you're like, before. "Oh my
0: goodness, I just want to fall into your pretty ocean blue eyes." I feel like he's got some he's he's up to something. <laughs> he's just always up to up, something. Up to something no good. <laughs> but that's just what I get from like when and he yeah, he did portray as kind of a lunatic in this movie. Yeah.
1: But uh you know, it was fun. I I really enjoyed the interplay with
0: Russell Crowe and and Ryan Gosling. Like they Oh, they're amazing together. So good. In these roles. Um Ryan Gosling is just hilarious. Yeah. He's this is a very unique role for Ryan Gosling. One that we haven't seen him in yet uh-huh. where he's pathetic. He's not like the charming guy that you would see in crazy stupid love. Yeah. He's kind of a pussy. Or yeah, he's kind of a wimp. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a uh, dirtbag like you know, he's stealing money. Yeah. But, you know, there's some sympathy from him because his wife died. His house burnt down. It's kind of his fault. Yeah. But they don't get into that whole, like, oh, it's my fault my wife died because I couldn't yeah. smell. Like, he's not blaming himself. He's just, like...
1: Well, I think he is blaming himself, but they're not heavy-handed about it. Because yeah. I think that's part of why he's drinking and all that stuff is he feels so much guilt for it. But
0: it's not... They don't well, like, do he's this depressed. I mean, yeah. if your wife dies, no and matter what, if it's your fault, like... That You're can be happen. Depressed. Oh yeah. So they, I, I love that they didn't go the whole route where they're like, "It's my fault," and he, like, he never cries or breaks down about it or opens up about it. Totally. And it just feels more natural. Yeah. You know. I so, agree with you. That's a really cool character. He's by far my, and he had to uh, wear a freaking cast. Yeah. The whole movie. The whole freaking movie. <laughs> I was like, ah. Um, Props, because that would suck. That would suck unless he actually broke his arm. Yeah. That. not like for the movie but like accidentally and then they're like well let's just put that in the movie
1: <laughs> like yeah well, we might as well use it I don't know that that scene though where he goes and breaks that window and just like starts bleeding is <laughs> so funny
0: it's in the trailer yeah oh man it's such a good scene that, that's, a that's a lot of blood that's
1: a lot of blood
0: I don't oh, know man. why you would he wraps his hand up well no yeah he he wraps
1: it up but it's like a really crappy job of wrapping it up
0: yeah, but why don't you just take a freaking tire iron? He didn't have a tire iron on him. Or there, He's in an alley. You gotta find There's <laughs> gotta be a rock. You can't tell me there's not a rock. Yeah, I don't know. He just, he wanted to be cool. I mean, you <laughs> he, know. He saw it in a movie or something. Yeah, he
1: saw it in, in uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. He went to the future and watched a
0: movie. Is it in Too Fast, Too Furious?
1: Yeah, when uh, Rome unbuttons his shirt and wraps it around when he's about to punch through the window and, and Brian's like, whoa, whoa, put your blouse back on and like just opens the door. Well, that movie was awful all around. So. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. But,
0: they had a bunch of cool tuners in there. T- cool and tuners? <laughs> the same thing. Um, I'm a muscle car guy, if you can't tell.
1: Yeah, just a little bit. But, uh, no, it was, I mean, the thing with Shane Black is, like, he he writes movies that aren't comedies, but are very funny and very entertaining. And there's a lot of, like, intensity in them. There's a lot of action and and fun stuff like that. Um, you know, but it's uh I don't know, it, it all blended together really well and it keeps you laughing for sure. Um, so I I thought it was really good and I I think everyone should go see it. I don't want I don't want this movie to go the way of Man from Uncle, where it's a really good and fun movie and nobody sees it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I was kind of surprised when uh, I heard that not a lot of people went and saw Man from Uncle. Yeah, cuz it was a freaking good movie. Yeah.
1: I liked it. Yeah, and it just like didn't didn't hit it for some reason. I don't Dude, know. Weird. It might have, might
0: be the title. Yeah, I think the title is me weird off for too, some people. Because I was like, "Man, Uncle sounds stupid." Yeah. And then uh, I saw the trailer, and I was like, "That looks interesting. Looks like a movie I would like." Yeah. And uh, it was so.
1: It was a good movie, but uh, for the nice guys, Chase, uh, if you were to give it a rating, what would you uh, what would you
0: give it? I'd give it eight and a half stars. Eight and a half.
1: Eight and a half. It's right about where I'm at. I think. I think for me, I'd go eight stars. Um, eight. Yeah, I was gonna say
0: nine, but I'm like, uh, nine's pretty high. Eight and a half. Yeah, I'll stick with that.
1: I really liked it, and I'm probably gonna see it another couple times. um, You know, before it's out of theaters, Uh, we have a
0: chance to go see it at 6:30. Oh yeah, we do. It's 5:16 right now. We could go Um, do it. Well, the movie starts at 6:30. Cody wants us to go. I have to go to a wedding for 10 minutes (laughs) and uh, say hi to some friends and uh, but or something.
1: Yeah. Um. So and and we're we're. Pretty close on time here now. So, really quick before we go, Chase, uh, there's there's been a rumor floating around with in regards to James Bond. So, apparently, ninety nine million was that the number. So Daniel Craig passed up ninety nine million dollars. Holy
0: crap! I was talking to this today at work with a uh, seat guy. Oh, the the guy that sucks. Yeah, the sunshine <laughs> seat guy. Sunshine seat guy. Sunshine seat and, uh, guy. Sunshine seat guy. And he said, if you had ninety nine million dollars. Okay, $4 million, if uh, you put it in the bank, residual income is like $160,000 a year for $4 million. So, I'm like, I would do that film one last time. $99 million will last you for the rest of your life. If, well, you, I mean, if you wanted to, unless you're like... Oh, the
1: thing more. is, he probably like... When does it stop? Because I'm sure he got paid like probably $80 million to come back and do Spectre.
0: No, Robert Downing Jr. was the highest grossing movie actor maybe last year. Uh-huh. Making $60 million. Most actors, the high ones, make. Uh, I think that
1: was the Iron Man three year, was it? I thought it, it was, was either that or Age of, or it might have been the year with Age of Ultron. So it
0: might yeah. have been last year. What I, what I thought, at mm-hmm. least, was that most actors make around twenty million a year for big actors. Yeah, yeah. So ninety nine million would put him at the highest grossing actor for whatever year that would come out.
1: Well, but then it also, I mean, the filming for the Bond films takes like I think they said the last one took like thirteen
0: months to film. Yeah, but what else are you doing with your time?
1: Acting in f- movies that he wants to be in that are fun and he doesn't break his bones playing. I mean, it's James Bond.
0: Uh, he has <laughs> done three... Uh, three four. Four, four.
1: He's done four now.
0: Four films. All right, that's that's quite a bit.
1: That's a um, lot. And I'm sure he's made quite a mon- uh, quite a lot of money over those four films. Yeah, but
0: $99 million?
1: $99 million. But sure, I mean, the thing is, he's probably well off. And, J- and Daniel Craig's not somebody who really has expensive taste, especially because he's gotten so many endorsement deals for nice things anyway.
0: Like... He, what's he gonna do with 99 million dollars he's already set i wish i was that well off that i could turn down 99 million dollars
1: oh don't get me wrong me too oh, man. i would kill a, just the opportunity to be in the room for a I'll, conversation i'll be james bond about 99 million dollars yeah uh there are two names though that are coming to the top of the fray for the next the next bond uh and they're two very different actors actor number one tom hiddleston i've heard that i really dig that I would love would to see Tom Hiddleston as Bond. He'd be he'd definitely be more of the suave kind of you know charming. Yeah,
0: he'd have to bulk up a little bit.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's very interesting. I mean, and there's also been like um, there's also been a lot of rumors of like Idris Elba becoming Bond. That's
0: the other one I was gonna say.
1: Idris Elba. So he's he's one of them. He's actually not one of the hot
0: rumors right now. Um, well, people want him because he's British, yeah, and black, and he's a tough guy, and yeah, and he's kind of cool. Uh, someone called him too straight, yeah, which is the dumb. Role. I'm like, well, that's what acting's for, yeah. Um, but well, so
1: yeah, the, and I think I think honestly, either Tom Hiddleston or Idris Elba
0: would be good choices. They'd be different choices, which is cool because, I mean, you don't want to see this. Yeah. Well,
1: and so was Daniel Craig. That's the thing. At the time Daniel Craig was cast, he was very different. They're like, first blonde. Yeah. First then blonde then,
0: Bond. There was already kind of a blonde one. Sort of. Sort of. Um, um, but now we're getting into different territory. Very different.
1: And there are actually two blondies in this pile that are, that are floating to the top of consideration because along with uh, the possibility of having a black James Bond for the next movie, there's also a lot of talk about having a female bond for the next movie
0: (laughs) that's not the character i don't know that's i think it would be cool Mm -hmm. um it's just not the character you know yeah not that i'm like against women being in the leading role Mm -hmm. but i don't know here's the thing so
1: for me this goes back to that whole fan theory that i still stick to that james bond is a title james bond 007 is a title given to different secret agents over a period of time
0: yeah but then again why wouldn't they give that title to a girl well that's what i'm saying is if
1: if they if they established that in continuity like the original script for skyfall was going to do if they had established that in continuity then they could now have basically where they go okay for the next one they decided to have a woman be james bond because they've already had all these men and they keep messing things up like jamie bond yeah, whatever. Or just call her Bond. You know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't have to reference a first name. They could just
0: call her Bond the whole time. Um, I don't know. Like, people, pro- there's probably people that would, like, get mad at you. Like, yell at you. Like, why would you not want a girl to be Bond? And I was like, I don't know. I just don't think... I mean, the Bond has always been kind of the same character. Mm-hmm. Where he's, like, a womanizer. And, well, just- which is kind of sexist. Yeah. And that that's one part that actually Daniel Craig has hated about being the character.
1: He's been really vocal about hating the fact that he has to play this womanizing douchebag. That's the character. It is the character.
0: And I'm more for the character than. Yeah. I don't know. I like I like different takes on the character. Mm -hmm. But what do you what do you think for a female Bond? I so, I mean it's it
1: wouldn't like if if let's say I were the casting director. Honestly, I would probably go with Idris Elba or Tom Hiddleston before I would go with. one of these women the two the two women being considered or being i guess talked about not even considered um the women being talked about are emily blunt and jillian anderson uh emily blunt obviously from um edge of tomorrow and jillian anderson from x-files uh jillian anderson even posted a picture of her on twitter that a fan photoshopped um on a james bond poster um so i mean if it if it were me i probably wouldn't go with with a woman for the next bond
0: just because like you said it is the established character what about any bond though um what do you mean like would you ever think it would be cool to see in the future a female
1: i and that's the thing is i think it'd be cool if if they are so here's the thing if they are considering like if the studio is actually considering casting a woman as bond then i would be all for especially emily blunt i think would be an awesome uh portrayal of that character but given given first of all the established continuity that James Bond is a person and also given the established continuity um that you know he's always been a man that this you know person exists and James Bond is his name and has always been his name then it would just it would complicate things in terms of from a storytelling standpoint it would complicate things quite a bit to just all of a sudden have a woman because if he's if he's a black guy all of a sudden you can kind of just sort of write that off and like not necessarily have to explain it but if he's all of a sudden a woman and you know his name's not james anymore then you have to explain it. you have to have an explanation for that you know like his sister or something like that and it and it starts to become a bit cheesy
0: yeah i don't know like i would love to see a movie with emily mm-hmm. blunt doing that
1: but it, it's a tough issue when it starts weird. to become an established character you know what i mean like a, for instance a black widow movie is a very similar tone and that is something that i would love to see you know, a black widow, secret agent yeah, movie. Think about drives and drives and they were had a, a
0: huge female franchise and then they just changed the female to a, a man. I feel like that would not go over.
1: Oh, absolutely. People well. would, people would riot about that, but it's a different position because you know, men have never, especially white men have never had trouble getting cast for, for uh lead roles and getting franchises because most of the big franchises that have existed in film have been centered around white men. Um, Whereas it's it's been a lot fewer that have centered around women, you know, and and in recent years, in the last decade or so, that's become different. We've had things like the Hunger Games and you know Divergent and a lot of other things like that, and now Star Wars. Um, but it's it, it's a different ballgame.
0: Yeah, Star Wars works because it's a different character, um, in the same kind of situation that the original character was in. Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I love female leads in movies. Um, I mean. Know.
1: If it were me, here's the thing. If if they had established that James Bond was a title, then I would absolutely be for recasting as Emily Blunt or maybe Jillian Anderson. I'm not a huge fan of hers, but um yeah, I Emily think,
0: Blunt I think it'd be cool.
1: I think Emily Blunt would be awesome. Um but given that it's continuity that James Bond is is a name and a real name by a real person, I just don't I don't like it. Uh However, though Idris Elba or Tom Hiddleston, go for it. And if they want to retcon and all of a sudden make James Bond a title, then I am also for that uh, because that might be interesting. But that's, that's still kinda, my favorite
0: thing. I don't know. I think that it's just you know doesn't work. I love that when they tra- start try to explaining things. You know, James Bond, the whole franchise changing is yeah. very vague, and I like it that way. Hey, yeah, I hear you there. Um, but
1: but anyway, that's uh, that's all the time we have for this week. Um, Check out our YouTube videos, youtube.com, or actually just go to thatmightbecool.com, click on our YouTube link, or click on the Savage Land link if you want to listen to that podcast. Um, it's cool stuff. It's way cool stuff. Any social network at that might be cool. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Um, Chase, is there uh, any last words you want to give the people? Oh, and we're going to be seeing X Men Apocalypse this week, so Woo! stay tuned for our next episode. It's going to be awesome. But what do you want to see? Or what, what do you want to say? Want say, to something, say, say
0: something. I say, I got to go. <laughs>